Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Grit, Fitness, and Performance Podcast. It's been a hot minute since we've done one of these, probably like close to three weeks, but Matt and I have been busy saving the world, fighting crime, um, all that good stuff. Um, so just as a quick reminder to get it done, uh, first thing first. So if you like the podcast and you're listening to it on, uh, what is it? Apple podcast, leave a, uh, a rating or a review and then, uh, any other platform, if you would just share it with a bunch of friends and family members, of course, that would be appreciated. And then of course, if you want to see or read about any more information about us or what we do, you can visit our website at gritfitnessandperformance.com, or you can check us out on social media at gritfitnessandperformance.com. Um, I am with, obviously, the other co-owner of Grit Today, Matt Emmons, who is highly caffeinated, so this should or uh, it should be interesting, I guess, depending on how he's feeling come uh, the end of the podcast. Matt, how are you? Just trying not to make a lot of noise over here. Yeah, well, you've already screwed that up, so no worries. <laughs> uh, so... Today, I, I have a feeling today's going to be a little bit of a shorter episode. Uh, it's not going to be like an hour long. Uh, Matt and I are going to talk about the uh, three C's of success when it comes to your fitness. Uh, and quite honestly, the three C's can be applied to probably a lot of aspects in your life. But given the fact that we are in the health and fitness industry, we're obviously going to cater it towards uh, that and how you guys as clients can go to see results uh, when it comes to fat loss or um, strength gain or whatever it is that your current goals are when it comes to um, your fitness. So we'll go through each C one by one. We'll kind of talk about it um, and then just kind of mosey on as we get going. So um, when it comes to your health and fitness, the, the three C's that we're going to talk about are cakes, cookies, and croissants. So obviously those are the three big things. Unfortunately, I'm, donut doesn't begin with I a C. I know. I was thinking of a way to twist it to like get that in there, but it doesn't work. That's obviously, it. I'm joking. Um, those are not the three C's. So the three C's when it comes to your fitness are going to be coaching, culture, and consistency. And we'll run through each of those one by one and explain um, why each of those will lead to uh, bigger success. And we'll start with um, coaching. And I know this sounds like a cheap kind of, you know, shameless, selfless promotion when I say like you need coaching to see results when it comes to your fitness. But when you think about like, I mean, anyone in the world who is successful, no one's ever done it by themselves. Everyone's always had a mentor of some kind. Um, they've had friends give them advice. They've had other people kind of help them get to where they want to get to. So like this, this whole notion that like people are, you know, like self-made and they didn't have any, I, to me, I think is a total crock of bullshit. I think everyone can benefit from having someone help guide them, coach them up a little bit, um, and, and, and kind of steer them in the right direction when it comes to, you know, making them better than they were yesterday. Um, Matt, what say you? Well, yeah, I mean, I, you know, every successful person in the world has some sort of business coach. They have a, you know, you're, you're, you're a fitness coach. Somebody has a, I don't know, go as far as say life coach, but, um, yeah, I think you need it. Whether, you know, you're holding yourself account, you know, somebody to hold you accountable, someone to, you know, go talk to, ask questions with, but, you know, at the end of the day, you're helping to put a plan together for yourself and, you know, give yourself a line of success to follow, um, 
I think coaching is huge, no matter what you do. And it, you know, sometimes and and at the same time, coaching can be expensive, um, but there's ways to make it happen and make it work. And you know, it, it. I think accountability is just so big with things that you know. And I've experienced that stuff just with um, business coaching and stuff like that because it's so easy to get lazy and you know things get hard and it's so easy to put the hard things aside and you know say oh well let me get these easy things done first when in reality those really don't matter and it comes back to fitness like you know i can skip a day i can do this well you need somebody there to you know help you with that plan and help you stay on top of things and you know keeping your uh keeping yourself in line yeah and i know you said um like there is a money aspect to it like a lot of people view coaching as well i, I just don't have it's the an investment fun. yeah it's I, not a you're not paying you know, you have to look at it as an investment in yourself as opposed to you know yeah it's expensive i get it like i've paid for things that were absurdly expensive but at the same time if it helps me get better it's worth it and you know you're investing in yourself as a, i think sometimes people look at differently and I, once i changed my mindset of that and i started looking at it as well I'm putting this money into this to make myself better, the business better. So, you know, it's worth it. You know, I'm investing in myself to improve myself. Right. And, you know, that's kind of what fitness is. You're investing in someone to you're, – you're investing in yourself. You're putting your trust in someone and you're investing in yourself to help guide you and get you to where you want to be. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I mean, I'm sure you say the same thing to clients. I mean, the whole spiel that you just said is it's not just a one-time – purchase like they see so like I, you know i'll use our business as an example they come into us and they say like well our one time a month you know fee three time a month fee is you know x y and z and they see that big number hundreds of dollars and they say like oh god like that's mm -hmm. that's a that's you know three hundred dollars like right off the bat like you can't afford that but you can't look at it that way because it's going to continue to pay for itself in the long run and i forget who it was for some reason, I want to say Benjamin Franklin, but I don't think that's right. But I think he was quoted as saying, like, the best investment will always be an investment in yourself. So, like, you can't view coaching as just like a purchase and you're throwing that money away. Like, no, you're putting it back into yourself so you avoid, you know, when it comes to fitness, all these kind of like extra and unnecessary financial costs later on down the road in terms of, you know, um, prescriptions for like medication or something like that or physical therapy or um, like living in pain like it doesn't even have to be financial yeah. like you're you're putting in the time and money now so you can save even more of it later and there's down also the an emotional aspect of it like as you get older things get harder when you have grandkids can you get up off the ground like so that investment in yourself in your 40s and 50s and 60s it pays off down the road. It's not necessarily something that's immediately going to happen because you're not thinking of those things. But, you know, well, I mean, we've talked a lot in here about the, the test about getting up off the ground and, you know, mm -hmm. the points of contact and stuff like that. And, you know, we've seen people that struggle to get off the ground. Um, those investments that you're making, you know, back in your 50s to help yourself stay mobile and strong. And, I mean, they, they, they pay themselves full as you get older. I mean, if you stay with it and it, it's, it's big time stuff. And a lot of things that when you know, I wouldn't have thought about until I started seeing it, you know, unless I, you know, not being in the, if I wasn't in the field, I would never have thought about that. But, you know, when it creeps up on you, you kind of wish you did it earlier. Right. Yeah. So. And I mean, like even, even seeing, like we have a bunch of people who come in here who are pretty familiar with fitness, who have been doing this for a long time or whatnot, but like, they're just in a rut. And sometimes seeing things from a different perspective and kind of putting like a different spin on the same old things can be 
tremendously beneficial going forward. I mean, like we have people in here, clients who quite frankly don't need a ton of coaching because they've done it before. But when it comes to like designing a program as far as like breaking plateaus or something like that, that's where coaching can come into, you know, play and be beneficial as well. Because like when you're constantly looking through something through one lens the whole time, like sometimes you can get stuck and you're doing the same things over and over and over. Like I know that happened to me you know, when it came to like strength plateaus or whatnot. Um, and then I got to talking about Matt with what he was doing and some of the things that he was implementing into like his own strength training routine. I started doing it. And then sure enough, I started to see um, results too. So um, I, I mean, do you have anything to add as far as coaching goes and kind of why it's important? No, I didn't. That's a good point too. This, the, you know, we do have a lot of people that enjoy fitness and that have been coming and doing, you know, know kind of know what they're doing and in terms of form and all that stuff. But you know, programs are a different story because if you don't really know what you're doing stuff can kind of get boring because mm -hmm. you do the same thing over and over again and you know a lot of people are like i don't know what to do i don't want to do that because i don't know how to do it i don't want to hurt myself um so again co comes back to coaching again you got somebody that can teach you you know walk you through things teach you how to do it you know you have variation so it keeps it fresh and you know gives you you know as you're reaching for a goal you know it, it's it's huge because you know let's be honest if you don't really know what you're doing stuff can get stale very true. All right. So that is the first C of success. So the second C is um, what I've come to learn in the last few years is probably one of the bigger reasons why most people see success. Um, and it is culture. And what I mean by that is you are putting yourself in an environment, you are surrounding yourself with other like minded people, um, a facility, just, uh, you know, places, environments that are going to contribute and help um, push you to see uh, more results. So, uh, Matt, I'll let you talk about this one first before I dive into anything I have to say. Um, I don't know. I So, I think I first realized how important this stuff was back, I mean, it may have been my first couple years of, you know, our, our, where, we, where we started originally. Mm -hmm. Um and you start to see how the camaraderie of, you know, the people who worked out together in the mornings at like, in you know, like the 6 a.m. crew, you know, became friends. And then like, you know, and they looked forward to meeting up with us, seeing each other every, every, you know, Tuesday, whatever it was, six, you know, every 6 a.m. group. And, you know, actually a handful of them are here now that have been together working out for seven, six, seven, eight years, which mm -hmm. is kind of crazy. Um, and they just enjoy each other. You know, they enjoy each other's company, they become friends and, and it gives them again, more accountability to make sure they're coming and staying on top of their thing. Cause they, you know, they want to come to the gym. They want to hang out with them. They want to see each other and talk to each other. And then, you know, as we've incorporate, well, thanks to COVID we haven't, but like once we start incorporating like get togethers and, and we started getting more and more people come out and that way more people are meeting each other. So you're, you're, you're just building friends, I guess, you know, some, you know, I know we call it fan but you're you know in a sense you're building a family of like-minded people who are here for a reason and that you know that reason is to come in and work and have some fun doing it and you know chat it up here and there but you know they come in for a reason and to me like when you're surrounded in a gym in a, in a you know in an environment where everybody is here to get after it it's it's cool because that's one thing i've i've heard from you know different people that have been in and out um, they were like, you know, I, I enjoy the fact that it's not like, you know, I come in and, you know, everybody's just standing around chatting it up. It's not a social hour, but, you know, people still have fun, 
yet they're still here and they're getting their work done and they're getting it in and getting it out, you know, here and there, they'll chime in and stuff like that. But, you know, I think culture's huge and it just creates more of a fun environment and a more family, well, I say family oriented, but like a friendly, you know, right. where people are so, you know, they're comfortable with each other and, and they help each other to, you know, push each other, you know, to do more or whatever, whatever. Um, I don't know. And it's fun to watch, to be honest. Like I like sitting back and, and, yeah. and when you watch, you know, clients who've never knew each other before, right. but have been working out together for a couple months, start to, you know, chat it up and they're becoming friendly and then they're excited, you know, they, they get happy when they see each other when they mm -hmm. come in and it's, I don't know. I, I, I get a kick out of that. I think it's fun to watch and how those things evolve. Um, but again, it just makes fitness and strength training and however you want, whatever you're doing, whatever you're in the, you know, in here for more fun. And it gives you a reason to want to come. And I think for some people, that's the biggest struggle. Um, but as you incorporate yourself into a family and a community, um, it, it just, it helps a lot for some people. And I think that's what people are looking for most than anything is accountability and somewhere they feel like <clears throat> they belong, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And it, yeah, it's funny you say like you enjoy seeing kind of like these new friendships and kind of relationships develop because I see it too. And it's like, it's cool to see that because you can see like, you know, people who didn't know each other six months ago are now like, I'm not going to say like super close friends, but like they really enjoy being around each other now. And they essentially become like each other's like hype man, like during the session and, you know, they're complimenting each other. And, um, it just, it just creates a better environment that people want to be a part of. They enjoy being surrounded by these types of people. And I really just... I, I don't think enough people realize how much their environment can shape them as a person. And I guess that kind of goes back to the whole discussion of like nature versus nurture and, you know, which is more important. But like environment plays a huge, huge role in all that type of stuff. And it's like it's kind of weird because I remember uh, like I like I like stand up comedy. This is kind of like, you know, kind of going off topic here. And, you know, I'll listen to it on like Spotify or something like that. And it's funny, you get like a, a chuckle and you like, you just kind of like, like breathe heavy through, through your nose. Cause it's like kind of funny. But I remember I saw a stand-up comedian in person once. And just the fact that other people around me were laughing made it 10 times funnier. Yeah, and like, I couldn't explain it, but like, I, it's, it's kind of like the same thing when it comes to like, you know, fitness, you know, if people around you are pushing themselves a little bit more, it's going to push you to you know work a little bit harder than you probably would if you were just kind of doing this by yourself so if you you know if you can find a facility or a group of people or friends who are kind of chasing the same thing that you are I like you have to immerse yourself in that and the results that will happen because of it will I mean they'll be awesome there's really no other way um, to describe it and then kind of on the flip side if you're surrounding yourself with a bunch of shitheads who are, you know, lazy and unproductive and they have no goals and no ambitions and no desire to better themselves, I can almost guarantee you that you're probably going to be a piece of shit who with no ambitions, you know, no desires to better themselves. So, like, you just got to pick and choose kind of who you hang out with, where you hang out with a little bit more carefully, especially if you have, you know, kind of grand plans for, you know, yourself as a person or for your fitness. So, uh, culture is a big one. So, you know, if you're, you're hitting a plateau at home and you, you're kind of stuck and you don't know what to do, it might be something to consider kind of, uh, you know, um, what's the word looking at, I was trying to find a better word for that. Couldn't do it anyway. Um, 
And last one, and we've talked about this 3,000 times uh, at yeah. least. I think it comes up in every single one. It does. Um, and the last C, and some of you might have already kind of guessed it by this point, is consistency. So consistency is king um, when it comes to, I mean, literally anything, but especially health and fitness. It doesn't matter if you're eating. doesn't matter if you're working out. doesn't matter if you're trying to sleep better, manage stress. Um, I mean, literally anything consistency trumps everything it trumps intensity it trumps like it doesn't matter so like the thing i'll tell clients all the time is you can have the best most scientifically up-to-date training program put together by like you know russian scientists who are like years ahead of the rest of the field doesn't matter if you don't do it consistently so you could you can do a real shitty program you know three times a week and never miss a day for three months you'll probably get more results um and i kind of feel like we've beat a dead horse with this one so i mean matt if you have anything else to add to this whole consistency i was just reading well i was in an email i was writing and it was about um i go back and forth because i think it it works in two different ways but like 90 10 and 80 20 because i go with you almost have to keep a 90 10 rule with your workouts because you can't go down to an 80 20 because that just means you're missing too many mm -hmm. But like a 90-10 rule, if you're working out three times a week, you can miss, you know, one session in that month and find, well, you know, or, or find some way to make it up or whatever. But you're eating a lot more meals. So like an 80-20 rule when you're with, with your nutrition and your, you know, your, your diet is, is pretty dead on because if you can be, if you can be on point 80% of the time, you're going to have success, um, especially, you know, with nutrition, with how you're eating and what you're eating and all that kind of stuff. Um, with your workouts, I think unless you're working out every single day, um, three times a week, making sure you're hitting 90% of that um, is something to shoot for. But like, you know, like you said, I, we, we've kind of gone over a lot, but there's nothing more important than consistency. And I don't care. It, that goes for life. I mean, if you want to be good at something, you have to be consistent in doing it. You have to practice. You got to do it. You got, you know, if you're not consistent with any, you're not going to be good at it. If you want to be a good writer, you got to write a lot. <laughs> you want to, you know, you want to be Kobe Bryant, you got to shoot and dribble. If you're not consistent at doing that, it's not going to happen. Fitness is the same thing. If you want to make changes in your body, you have to be consistent doing it. You got to get your plan. You got to stick to it. I know life gets in the way, but you got to figure it out. You know, your health is, is up to you. And if, you know, whether you're, you know, whether you have kids and you're, you know, putting everybody first, that makes it tough because you at the same time have to be healthy for your kids or for your family and your grandkids or whatever. And if you're putting everybody first, you're not going to be healthy for them. So finding ways to stay consistent through your fitness and workout and all your exercise needs, um, they're, you know, like you said, you can't, we can't talk about it enough, but you can because you just say the same things over and over and over again but consistency is by far number one yeah and i I, care. I i mean it will it will not be the last time we ever say this probably on the podcast or on an instagram post or anywhere on like you know where we kind of put out information but i mean it really does reign supreme um and i think it's important to note too that like you know you have to learn how to i guess i'll say enjoy the process because not every day you know not every workout is going to be amazing and that's you, okay yeah mine like, sucks sometimes yeah i was about to say you will have some workouts that you absolutely are awful and like it's just you feel like and they frustrate you right but the, the whole point is don't let that frustration get you down you just have to 
take it one day at a time, you know, realize, hey, wasn't my day. Next time will be a little bit better. And then when you do have that day where you are just, you know, a tank and you're destroying stuff, enjoy it, you know, because I, I think it was a post by what T Nation or something like that. And they, or maybe it was Tony General Core. And it was like out of 10 workouts, it was like six are going to be okay. It was like mm-hmm. one or two are going to feel like complete garbage. And then one or two are going to feel amazing. And that's yeah. pretty much just how you have to, you know, approach things. But you just can't miss a session. If you And if you do, it's not the end of the world. But you can't let that snowball into two to three to four. Yep. And this goes for everything. It goes for your eating. It goes for your sleeping. Like, I mean. Yeah, sleep, yeah. Yeah, I, I like I don't know how to say it. Anything you know in a, in a, any different way, but like consistency is king when it comes to fitness. When it comes to you know your health, eating. Um, so I mean, just know that if you take away one thing from this podcast, I think consistency probably is the biggest C. Um, that would probably help you guys see the most success um, going forward. Uh, anything to add for you? I guess in general, because we already covered all three. Yeah, that was a quick one. Yeah, I told you it'd be quick. Yeah, Matt was in here accusing me that I would be talking for sixty minutes. I told him it'd be quick. I I needed proof first, you know. <laughs> I don't believe it till I see it. Um, no, I I I think those three are, are, you know, super important. And I know you can, I know we can sit there and dive into more when it comes to all three of them. Um, but I think sometimes, you know, you go too far, it can get a little overwhelming and there's just a lot that goes into certain things with coaching and, and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But I think if you're talking about the basics and just hitting the tops and hitting the bullet points, I think that's, I think we did, that's pretty much what we're talking about. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, coaching, culture, and consistency. So kind of get that tattooed, um, in an arch above your belly button, um, just like Tupac had. I th- I'm pretty sure that's what had you know he had on his stomach as well. What did he have? Thug life. <laughs> Same thing. Same thing. Um, yeah, so again, if you guys enjoyed the podcast, uh, leave a rating or review, and then hopefully it's not three weeks before we do this uh, again. It's just been a pretty busy last month. So uh, take those three Cs, apply them, and then we will catch you guys on uh, the next episode. Yep.